Sean Connery was a dog. Connery has such a unique charm to him. You want to ki kiss him right now. <laughs> Dude, I can't take it. Welcome back to the Wacky Wonderful Wise Works podcast, everybody. All you guys, gals, geeks, goofballs, and... And... And all you crazy crack dads. You bringing that back? Yeah. Uh. No, don't bring it back. So I haven't had a catchphrase in a while. I kind of, I don't know, I've been busy and I haven't, you know, gotten any new catchphrases. So uh, It's okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, look, recently we were just talking about a, a man called Otto before we started rolling. Okay. Tom Hanks has been in a lot of frou-frou. Huh. Oh, it feel good movies lately. And I'm trying have, to figure out why. This has been Tom Hanks for his career. Just uh, he was a lot younger. No, it's no, a lot different than the story called been, Wilson or or recent, Turner and Hooch. You know, recently he's been in a lot of. Uh, yeah, he was. He's played Geppetto in like a not very well known Pinocchio Disney. What's film. the one where they're building a house? Uh, I don't with know the lady. I haven't seen it. I just know they're like it's like house renovating. I don't know. It's one of his bigger ones. But what do you think's going on? Is he getting ready I, no, to retire? He's, just, he's old no, yeah, and yeah. he's doing he's doing more feel good movies. I I didn't have a problem with his performance. Yeah, yeah, he's a good, his a good performance. His performance was really good as the old man. Which some men, <laughs> okay, some old men lose their ability to perform well as they get older. He's he's killing now, it. Now was it? He is killing. Was it a performance like Terminal? No. Was it a performance like Forrest Gump? No. No. Was it a performance like Castaway? Or Saving Private Ryan? Or The Green Mile? Or Woody? Or freaking, I don't know. What is what is that <laughs> one he called? The Green Mile? Yes. Yes. He was I'm the thinking, lead. He's I'm the thinking, cop. I'm thinking the big red one. <laughs> what is the other one uh, that I looked up last week, a couple weeks ago, has Jude Law in it? That I cannot ever remember the name of it, but I like it. He's really freaking good in that one. <laughs> I, I know. I remember our conversation about Jude Law, but I you know, don't remember. It's always good podcasting. And this is something that I think are the next generation of our, you know, and when I say next generation, meaning like five years from now, mm -hmm. will be extremely good at is we will have so many conversations and we have podcasted for so long at that point mm -hmm. that truly we won't be stumbling over our own thoughts. Yeah, I we don't stumble as much as we just forget names of things, and so that just throws us off. So I have become can, so much better at remembering names. You can have a it's great, better, yeah. You can have a great podcast without the forgetting the name forgetting. Yeah. But our podcast is about movies, so we have but, to recall so many. <laughs> but it takes a lot of effort to remember the names. Yeah. Now outside the podcast, I can. Yeah, yeah. I Joshua can, can too. And he's notoriously can't remember things. Yeah. But Joshua but remembers a lot get, more. I'm telling you, podcast. once you get on the podcast, you can't remember the name of... Like, I know what Jude Law movie, Tom Hanks movie you're talking about. Because you guys started it. Can't remember. Road to Perdition. Road to Perdition. <laughs> That's the one I'm thinking yeah. about. And see, it comes it comes to you when you stop forcing yourself mm -hmm. to, to remember it. Now, you guys the didn't Polar watch... Express. Oh, heck yeah. He did motion capture for it. Motion... What is it? Performance capture performance for capture. that that specific movie. Mm -hmm. Name for something. Um, you guys didn't watch the video, but for everybody watching, uh, 
podcasting is truly the next big thing for YouTube, it which is crazy like, to say it's the next big thing. It seems thing. like they're gearing up. Like they're so 100%. We had a conversation about this last night about why YouTube is doing this podcast thing. Um, it's the next big thing. And I, I have a lot of theories about this video that you guys didn't watch. I'll tell you about it. Mm-hmm. Well, well, it's not one of the segments. So, you know, keep it short. <laughs> Dude, no, I'm. What is can it? I say? What I was going to say? Thirty-five percent of this podcast. <laughs> no, <laughs> last year and the year before that, Spotify, not YouTube, said we're taking we're taking podcasting. Podcasting, podcasting is ours. We're going to pay over a hundred million for the two top podcasts of the oh, right for now. Both of them, freaking Joe way Rogan, more than, way more than a hun- over a hundred. Well, million. just for the top two, the top for two, the top two on right. the chart. Joe Rogan, and then Call Her Daddy, the female-led okay. podcast. And they paid them both over $100 million to be exclusively on their platform. Give them the video versions. Yes. And so YouTube said, not today, Spotify. Not we today, are going to... I don't know what they're going to do to Spotify, but they're going to pull... They're going to get it back. What's funny is YouTube keeps doing this. Yeah. Twitch comes and becomes the biggest live streaming website yeah. on the planet gaming website on the planet and youtube goes no 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 wait hold on <laughs> that's we wanted that's we, our thing we yeah. wanted to do that actually they they started doing it wait after a minute twitch so they were like hold on we can do this too and now they're doing the same thing Why? with the podcast google and youtube have always been doing this first it was like bing mm-hmm. search and then Google said, "Not today, Bing." Yeah, they're like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> and they they became Google. Hold search. on, but Google Google created an empire, and YouTube was created before Google. Google bought YouTube, right? So here here's the here's the long and the long of it, I guess. Yeah, but it wasn't anything until Google bought it. So Kathleen Kennedy, not Kathleen Kennedy, the lady who runs YouTube for years, mm-hmm. the okay. one in charge. Um, um, I don't know her name. It doesn't matter. Susan, which house? Her and Kathleen Kennedy are in the same, <laughs> the same little bit. No, I would say yeah. the YouTube is way more powerful than. Uh, sure, but it's because of the creators, not because of her. But Mama it doesn't Su- matter. Ma- Mama Susan. Mama Susan. And she's called col- colloquially. Okay, listen. She has recently um, been left. Uh, yes. Yeah. YouTube, and so a we'll big see. part of that. All right, and and this is actually something that a lot of YouTubers are pivoting on currently. Short form, mm-hmm. we're talking shorts. All mm-hmm. right, so during the pandemic, when t- and right before when TikTok and Instagram was blowing up with Reels and all that, YouTube's like, we are the number one video platform. Why do we not have the corner on this market, mm-hmm. the short market, the shorts market? So they did it. But it wasn't working because no, there's not people that are watching shorts and then watching your long form stuff. So YouTube for a few years have been having issues with this bridge. Let me finish before you got you got your two cents. They haven't had a strong bridge to so you can grow you can grow an incredibly large audience with shorts, but nobody watches your long form content. Then they say you're going to be able to start making money from shorts, right? And everyone was freaking out. You're making like forty five percent of the income. And they were saying they were giving us crazy numbers. Well, recently, now that now that you get make income from shorts, everyone is seeing that's basically BS mm-hmm. because yeah, you can get. You, I think someone had like <laughs> someone did like a hundred million views on their yeah. shorts and made two thousand dollars. Yeah, 
Um, I'm sorry, you don't do those kind of numbers. It's interesting, though. Why is YouTube doing this now? Because there we saw this shift with Viners. There was so, I would say our YouTubers today, or not even anymore because they've kind of fallen off at this mm. point, were a bunch of them were Viners. A bunch of them were Yeah, Viners. There, was, there was that generation of YouTubers. Then the Viners became the YouTubers. YouTubers. Why did they not, why did YouTube not do long form and short form content at that time? Mm-hmm. They should have said, oh, Vine's dying. Let's, sure, let's pick this up. But it took musically to get popular for them to say oh we're gonna do this now and then they well they see something is really popular and that was the thing vine died that's why they didn't invest any money into it because they're like here's this big huge platform that just died yeah but it died and people were disappointed that it died there was so many people but they don't care about they don't care about people they care about numbers so if something is popular and alive Mm -hmm. they want to do that and the reason that they do it the reason that the live works now and the shorts work now is because they just dump money into it. Mm-hmm. They see something is popular, they get jealous and decide that they're going to dump a ton of money into it. And it takes them a year yeah. and a half to do it right. We're just and now so, getting the shorts and the lives tabs on so the So you're channels. talking about podcasts. Tell us a little bit more about the podcast. So what, what they're doing is YouTube is figuring out they, – there was a big research study done, all right? It doesn't matter that Spotify is the number one audio platform in the world. When it comes to podcasting, even with them doing, we're a few years deep into it. We just got over a thousand views on our Spotify, Mm -hmm. thousand listens or views with our video podcast. That's crazy because (laughs) we've been posting there for years. And we have way more listens on YouTube. YouTube. Way more. So here's the thing. When it comes to podcasting, audio and video, people, it's like... For consumers, it's like 60 to 70% will consume on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of the percentages, like 30-something percent, yeah. are viewing not on Spotify, but on all the other platforms spread out. Yeah. So YouTube says, frick, why don't we just make our, our, our platform more cohesive and spend a lot of money to say, if everyone's already watching podcasts here, let's just make it cater to podcasting and we can start advertising in the podcasting space. So what they're doing is they essentially allow you to create a playlist that you quantify as a podcast, which we've done. Mm. We do it for our long form and our clips Mm -hmm. on the studio channel. So we can get views on both. And what they're doing is they're allowing you to either listen or watch the video on YouTube music. So that is traditionally a audio platform, YouTube music. It's kind of like Spotify. It's very similar to Spotify. But now you can also listen or watch podcasts on that platform. And here's and the it thing. does it automatically from your YouTube so channel. I'm, I'm curious, though, and this is something we – this is more technical. Because it's music, a feature that I really like, I can scroll out of YouTube – and still be watching the video, and but do be doing something else mm-hmm. on my phone if it's checking emails or mm-hmm. something like that. You cannot with music because exclusively YouTube doesn't want you to click out while still listening to music because you're there. Right. They have that weird thing where you have to pay for premium. I mm-hmm. think you want to. And they, here's the here's the real kicker when it comes to YouTube Music. Mm-hmm. It is attached to Google, which is the search engine. All these other platforms do not have a search engine. So if you're on Spotify mm-hmm. and you want to listen to one of our podcasts, 
Say you want to listen to us talk about Top Gun. You have to go WiseWorks podcast, so you have to know who we are first. Right. And then you have to say, you have to scroll through and find our Top Gun. Because they they don't have a search engine. YouTube Music does. So you can literally type in comedy podcasts reviewing Top Gun, and we will come up. Yeah. Yeah. We, they don't have to know who we are. So the recommendation and searchability on a platform like YouTube Music, and you're not, you don't have to compete cool. with every other YouTube video about Top Gun. That's Because cool. people are looking for podcasts about Top Gun on that platform. Mm-hmm. So we are not competing with all the rest of the YouTube videos. Cool. We're just competing with other podcasters. And we have tons of podcasts. Tons. Of, that's what I'm saying. And I think that's kind of when we're... Uh, 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 uh. If you notice oh, our numbers, uh, we're kind of... I don't uh, want to uh, do uh. that. I don't want to do that. We're kind of scooting up. I don't right? wanna, uh, uh, look, I, I <laughs> think you're right. They've already established you got video, you've got lives, you've mm-hmm. got shorts. Podcast makes sense. Yes. Because everybody has a podcast. Yes. And so they're dumping tons of money. All the people that are saying a year ago or two years ago, podcasting is dead. Let's start, let's see high quality, like short form content if you want to be a successful creator. They're now reverting back and saying, look, the next generation of YouTube is all podcasting. Mm-hmm. Like, do Maybe. content that feels like a shorts. podcast and Promoted as a podcast. But nobody listens to shorts on their way to work. They're backtracking. All the creators, all the creators are backtracking and saying, I'm not going to do shorts until I'm super popular now because that's the only way it's going to work. I think people that are smart meet in the middle. Yeah. Your short should be searchable because shorts are now coming up when you Mm -hmm. search something in the search bar, like a question. People want a quick answer, so they're more likely to click on a click on a a short to get Mm -hmm. that answer. And they might like you and what you did for them giving them the answer so they might subscribe to you and watch your long forms. The problem and podcasting. People like podcast short clips and they'll search the podcast if they enjoy the short clip. However, just general shorts of like meme stuff, people aren't getting conversions. You know you know what people are searching these days? What? That's with our podcast. Something that came out last weekend. What's that? I know. Let Wyatt transition. This yeah, is his podcast. I'm, I'm, I'm letting the conversation roll for a minute because I don't have as many segments. Also, also, freaking, you felt, I kept cutting you off. You felt like you had something to say. I don't remember what it was. Well, I was just saying, you were saying no one listens to short form on the way to work. No, they don't. Uh, right. That's why I think having a podcast tab is important because on one page, you can listen to somebody's live content. You can listen to somebody's video content. You can listen to their podcast content. Right. And if you like their short content, you can go on there and scroll mm-hmm. through that too. I don't see foresee people doing that unless it's a meme page that only exclusively does shorts for mm-hmm. memes. Yeah. Um, but I, I think it's a good thing, and I think it's going to keep climbing right. as time goes on. And so you think YouTube is reviving – Podcasting. podcasting 100% in name podcast because the thing is people people t- having conversations is a for other people to hear is gonna live on forever yes mm-hmm. and and, and it, a lot of people are calling something that's not intended to be a podcast a podcast mm-hmm. a lot of people are because they're trying to jump on this train but it doesn't matter it it it, it revives podcasting it revives this style of content and if you want to know what is going to be the next big thing if you're gonna, if you want to start seeing numbers like we see on shorts, but in a new space that they're currently dumping tons of money into, mm-hmm. it's lives. They are doing because there's a different algorithm for live podcasts. There's a different algorithm for live streams mm-hmm. because live streams are the way to connect 
personally with the creator. That's why have you guys seen a lot of people are just uploading their videos as a, yeah. live. As a live video. Yeah. And I don't, I, because, the you thing can, is, you know, because every time you go onto your feed, it shows this person is going live in 11 hours, mm -hmm. but that video is there and you always see it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, most people upload their podcast like that mm -hmm. these days. Yeah, and they do the pod, the live tab is their podcast, and they do their videos tabs is all the clips and everything. Yeah. And I'm just saying, like, live, it's not fully implemented yet, but lives are really going to be a big thing for sure. Yeah. Let's talk about the first <laughs> segment. All right. Which is we are going to do a brief, we're not going to linger on this too long, spoiler review. Okay. Of Guardians of the Galaxy th Volume 3. We promised this last week. Um, so you're going to give it. I didn't know there's a dog in the story. Yeah, yeah it's Cosmo. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's been it. He's been a minute. He was a Ravager. Oh. Part of the Ravager. Okay, okay, okay. Ravager okay, okay, okay. I yeah. would say. So you guys gave no, your Cosmo rankings. was caught by the, uh, the Collector. Remember? He had all the things oh. in the different cages. Cosmo yes. was one of those. So but he, he came in because of the Ravagers, though, right? I, yeah. I, I think there's Cosmo joined the Ravagers. Yeah, there's point. there's a big um because of last the last movie, um this and um the second movie kind of um brought into this mm -hmm. one, there's a lot more Ravage Ravagers in it, even though we saw um Yandu in the first one. Yeah. Um there's there's more with the Ravagers. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna start by like my big things that I liked. Um, okay. Can I give a brief recap of what you guys said last week since you guys will be yeah, giving yeah, your yeah. opinions? Yeah. So I'm gonna give what you guys said and what the internet says about mm -hmm. this. It's good, it's not amazing. Mm -hmm. It's not a bad Marvel film, yeah. but it didn't blow you your socks off and it definitely is not reviving people's interest in Marvel. Well, that's, that's I what will you guys say, said and then everybody online. When I watched Look, the movie, so. Everybody online was saying the exact same thing you guys said last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Middle of the road. So uh, there, the things I liked, Rocket Story yeah. is some of the best Marvel storytelling was good. ever. Hmm. Um, and... I liked, uh, like I said before, I liked Drax and um, what's her face? Mantis. Mantis. I liked Drax and Mantis relationship. Uh, I liked Peter. I like, you know, I liked the characters. Right. Mm. The things that didn't work were the music. Um, some of the music, not all. Some of it worked. So, it, most it of wasn't, it. Didn't. It wasn't the music itself. It was how the music was used when it was used. Yeah. Uh, because this was an extremely emotional movie, and then occasionally, you would just you wouldn't linger on the that emotion for right. too long. You would just switch to a happy go lucky music thing. <laughs> you know, Rocket is literally screaming and crying in a flashback, and then it's like. <laughs> just doesn't fit the fit the vibe. Yeah, and then um, uh, the the high evolutionary, mm -hmm. excellent performance. Mm -hmm. I mean, the guy killed it. He was a villain. He was evil. He wasn't on this line of I'm kind of evil, <laughs> but you know, no, he was a bad guy. But with that, even though he was a good character, I think. My opinion of his story, not discluding the Rocket portion of it, because mm. I think they had a good relationship, and that was how Rocket's story was good. But he was just trying to do the same thing that Peter's dad did in the second movie. Yeah. Of create this world, create a new world that was, 
you know, the perfect world. Well, I think, and he, I it think was just Ego's a redo thing was, I one. want everything to be perfect because I think I'm perfect. Yeah. Uh, high evolutionary was, I'm trying to create perfection out of imperfection. Yeah, but I'm tired of seeing this. I, we, I want to build my own world right. thing. And that was dumb. Yeah, that's understandable. But his, I think his performance is one of the best villain performances I've seen. He was evil. He was scary. He was... You know, his outfit was, was a little cartoon esque. That's fine. I liked it. I liked it. It was. I wish, uh, I wish they would mute some of these colors. These no, Marvel no, colors are no, way no, too vibrant. No, not in no, Guardians. Not in Guardians. In Guardians. Okay, fine. Not in, in Guardians. Guardians. You want this is what we want. Sure. We don't want. I don't need this in Thor, but I want it in Guardians. Yes, they have tried to do it in Thor, and that's what made love and thunder so bad mute the colors make it a little bit more moody because it worked in guardians they want to do it in thor the other thing regarding the music that i wanted to mention they don't use the guardians theme nearly i think they use it once that yeah they only use it like one time they only did like pop culture and it's in a terrible moment rocket's like flying a thing and he hits a bunch of uh, mutant things and scrapes yeah. them across the ship and it goes bum, 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 and then it's over. <laughs> but that was like the big thing in the first and second movie. They hold hands. Theme. You play that excellent theme. You know, they the, the beginning of the second movie, they're fighting and it opens with that theme. It's just, right. it, they didn't use that nearly enough. So uh, to quick recap, I want to see, since this is the last Guardians of this band mm. of band of individuals so some of the mains how does uh peter's story end since this is a spoiler so they they break up the the crew breaks up um peter goes to go peter is his grandfather grandfather. mantis mantis goes to try to find herself i guess um and drax Drax stays in nowhere where their base is uh gamora becomes the mayor of nowhere and Gamora's Rocket. sister? What's her name? Nebula? Nebula, yeah. Nebula. Ne- Gamora goes back to the to Ravagers. Magora. 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 Gamora. Gamora is a Ravager. In yeah. This movie. So she. Okay. she so it, Nebula becomes the mayor? Yes. Yeah. Okay, okay. The, the Ravagers, like Stallone and his crew that showed up in the second one, they show up for like two seconds as like this shoehorned in thing um, to introduce that Gamora is part of the Ravagers. Mm hmm. Um, well, it's the what about and um, at the end? And at the end, Groot. What happens to him? Groot and Rocket hang out. They stay. So together. they become they become like Gimli and Legolas at the end of Lord of the Rings. Well, they <laughs> they were together at the beginning. Okay, the first, yeah. So they're not they, they're not disbanding from each Rocket other. Rocket becomes the captain of the Guardians. Hmm. Uh, Cosmo, uh, Kraglin, Groot, um, Adam Warlock. Yeah, and then another girl are the guardians of the galaxy. Yeah, so Which, so they redeemed Adam Warlock. So this is no, my he's biggest not a, yeah, complaint. He, he of the was movie. not a character like this. At is all. my biggest complaint because Adam Warlock is one of the biggest Marvel characters in the Marvel comics. Characters or villains, or I guess but both. they're both. He's both. So g- villain and good guy. He's he's not so, and good guy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Like break and, it down and, for him. Break it down. So like nothing with him. Somebody, I, I think it was Gary from Nerdrotic explained it. Like, um, it's they did infinity doing the Infinity Saga without Adam Warlock was a crime. Okay. And then to bring him in like this and bring in an excellent actor to play him, they really didn't do him justice. Eyebrows, I think. Yeah. And 
they they hyped him up. They're like, he's been working out. He's been doing right. Thing. He wasn't even that big. Like, right. Right. Was he covered I, he up looked, the whole time? I feel he, like he's covered up. He took his shirt off once, and he he did. He looked good. Yeah. But it kind of looked they gave like they gave him the Edward Cullen treatment and just pay, spray no, painted I, his, no, I his think abs. He, I think he looked genuinely, you know, good. But again, they they misused him. Yeah, they, they used him as did. a prop. He played um, the same character that he plays in every movie. This side character. No, this dumb kid character. Like Eustace? Like, yes. Yeah. Yes. Like Eustace for exactly Narnia? Exactly like Eustace Dang and it. Meet the Millers. Yeah. He, he just played was, the exact he was, character. Uh, he was a joke. They made a joke out of one of the most iconic one villains. One of the most iconic characters. Redemption well, stories? I, because they had to make his mom... The villain, not him. They made her a villain in the second one. Yeah. And, and so then he had to be like under her. Right. And then they had this thing where it's like, oh, the high evolutionary made their species. So they're afraid that he'll destroy their planet. That makes sense. But I wanted to I wanted to see him become a superhero in this movie. I wanted to see him be a big character in this movie. So they yeah. just did dirty by Adam. Yeah. And, the only, and they shouldn't have even brought him in if they're going to do him this way. The mm-hmm. only thing that. He did was save Quill. Save Peter, which Peter was then, good. But and that should have been Gamora. No, well, because remember, may, yes, maybe because but, of the way that he saves her in the first movie, a little bit of roundabout storytelling have her do that very same thing to him and pull him in. Yes, that would have been with better. The hard feelings, right? Because of the weird feelings throughout the film. Why about, does he have to be saved at all? He has the earpiece that becomes a helmet. That's part of his thing. Why so, did he not have that on? It, he didn't have that in the entire movie, uh, and it was stupid. Yeah. He didn't have his rocket boots, yes. and he didn't have his helmet. He didn't but, have— So he wasn't Star-Lord. He, 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 no. He had his, he had his uh, elemental guns, mm-hmm. which apparently only shoot lightning blasts and not, like, fire and ice yeah. like they did originally. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, they—he they, he does save him, which I saw coming, but it should have been Gamora okay. yeah. to harken back to that first— thing where they were kind of enemies she went out in, in in space and he went and saved her right and in this where they're not really friends she should have gone out and saved him that would have been yeah a really really good writing moment um to be honest and this is this is i haven't seen the film yet honestly you know seeing the guardians play a big role especially gamora and nebula in the avengers with thanos and then seeing them pop up at the beginning of thor love and thunder i just kind of feel like the guardians they were coming into this movie with the guardians as a team really nerfed you know mm-hmm. there's so much more bigger things outside of the team that was affecting the team and so the the interests of you know peter and and groot and rocket and all and and drax all these people and gamora's relationship inside of that the relationship of these characters just felt uninteresting because they've been bombarded upon by all these outside forces. So the story of Guardians of the Galaxies has been kind of nuked from the inside by all these other Avengers I spinoffs. I, I think mm. it. I don't think it affects it as much. I think this is a fairly isolated trilogy. Okay. Yeah. Um, and the one of the big issues I have is when the High Evolutionary blows up a planet with creatures on it that the guardians interact with on a personal level they go into their living room they lay on their couch they became friends became friends he blows up this planet and 
you know, where the Guardians were like in the first movie, they're like, we have to stop this guy from blowing up this planet. They're in this one. They're like, well, we have to save Rocket, so you know, these people are gonna die. This is Avengers level devastation. Avengers level devastation on a worldwide Earth-like planet with sentient beings, and it's not really mentioned. And yeah, it shows that the high evolutionary is ruthless. But yeah. it's it they it's like no one it's not it's not impactful. But that should have been a moment no. for him to become a superhero, for him to save those people who are dying, mm-hmm. to see. And that's what the Guardians should have been doing too, honestly. They saved the kids on the ship at the end and the animals and everything, and that's great, but... That's a ship compared to a world? Right. It's an entire world. They're not much of the Guardians if they let a a whole world slip. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) They let an entire world slip (laughs) in this one. Um, Dang. And then my other biggest complaint, um, in the fight at the end, they keep breaking windows in space. Yeah, <laughs> they keep breaking <laughs> windows with no consequences in and, outer space, and until they want it to be a consequence, where until, Peter yeah. is out in space. And and so he's about I to thought die. they kept breaking windows and like standing on the edge with no guard or anything or in the vacuum suits. of space or spacesuits or anything, and there's no consequences. And then when this, I, I was like, oh, I, okay, so everyone's everyone suffocates and freezes to death instantly in this. like that. Instantly. Right. Unless, you know, maybe Gamora, maybe Nebula can survive it for a couple seconds. Mm-hmm. But all the rest up, maybe Drax. Everybody else dead instantly. But even then, they were it was longer than a couple seconds. So I was like, okay, maybe they're in a portion of space that kind of has an atmosphere. Oh, they're close to nowhere, which we know has an atmosphere inside. Maybe this is what it, I was like. I was trying to believe. <laughs> I was trying to believe. And then, Why it just doesn't believe? And then, I honestly don't believe it just by the description. Peter, it, Breaking windows like, in space is look, always a Rocket red flag. Is flying a ship and a thing busts in the window. Yeah. We are in outer space. <laughs> he freezes and dies instantly. Also, these creatures are flying in space. They're partially organic. Mm. They're dead instantly. Radiation and the vacuum of space kills kills Everything. them instantly. Yeah. yeah. One that, of, that and then and then of course uh, I love you guys from Groot and the yeah end, yeah that the, I, you mentioned that last that, week you don't have to harp on that the too movie, much the the ending kind of you know I'm I'm glad it ends happy and kind of kind of sad kind of bittersweet yeah um uh, yeah. Qu- real quickly give me give me some uh, well you kind of sprinkled in some positives there yeah, but yeah. but like you. I guess you like the fact that he's I a Guardians like at the Pol- end. I like Will Poulter as as Adam Warlock. I wish yeah. he was a bigger character. I like all the characters. I like the high evolutionary. I loved Rocket's story. It was you like the way emotional. Peter's story ends. Like I like, kind of like the way all their story ends. Okay, except maybe the, yeah. the go off to find herself. What's yeah. her face? Uh, well, you know, Mantis. That's, Mantis. No, no, it felt good. It, it felt, felt good. It, it actually. Aside from the negative connotations to the I need to find myself kind of lines. Narrative. It's like, it makes sense. She was with Ego her whole life, and then she was with the Guardians, and she doesn't... She is a little lost personality-wise. She's been leaning on Drax, especially. Um, And then, you know, even Kraglin got mm-hmm. his little roundabout story yeah. in Cosmo. They got their little roundabout story. And there was a, the whistle arrow. a whistle arrow scene like you wanted. A very, very good. Didn't they, I heard on a different review that it took him like the whole movie to figure out the he whistle arrow. He's in the beginning and then he's in the end. 
Yeah. <laughs> okay. But he, he's like training the whole time. <laughs> he's trying to figure it out. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> Freaking, yeah. I just want Yondu back, man. Yondu shows up in one scene. Yeah. It's it's and it's for Cracklin. I just want him back. He was so cool. He was good. So freaking cool, man. Um, yeah. So that's that, Guardians. That's one out of ten. You did this last week, and you're gonna. You're I know. Gonna what did we say? We said week. it was. What you said? Four. Yeah. I yeah. Did five. Did four. Yeah. It was middle of the road. So I thought a lot about it. I think there's a lot of positives to the movie. I think there's a lot of negatives to the movie. I think I personally. I think my biggest negative is the lack of Guardians music. Okay. If the Guardians theme had played more often, I would have felt like there was more heroism. Mm-hmm. But this movie didn't feel like it had enough Guardians. It felt like we're saving Rocket. Uh, so I'm the movie. I'm a bit torn online, and this is shifting a little bit more towards James Gunn specifically. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm a bit torn because everyone's like James Gunn has made some stuff that everyone loves, mm-hmm. but equally he's made stuff that a lot of people hate. Like most of his DC stuff, no one's interested. Yeah. But they love Guardians. And, and I'm just kind of like, I will say, one why of the do we writers, put so much faith in James Gunn when traditionally he kind of lets us down more than he there gives was a, us an One uptake. of the writers that kind of balanced him out in the first and second movie wasn't in this movie. Okay. He had basically free reign. Whatever that writer's name is, maybe we'll get a, maybe we'll get a, his cut. Well, from this movie, <laughs> he, he wasn't involved, so he didn't get. To, he was sort of balancing out James Gunn. Okay, but we got. I think this movie, the craziness to it, was because James had free reign. So do we line. just? Uh, I don't know. I'm kind of leaning towards the fact of just. I don't care what he does for DC. I'm kind of thinking because what he did, Suicide Squad. He did the. He, he did, did the second yeah, Suicide yeah. Squad. That's which people, worse. <laughs> which people liked better than the first one i but, don't know dude. yeah but it was guardians of the galaxy but what was john cena's character peacemaker the yeah. peacemaker he also did that movie right i'm just Our kind show. of like i'm just kind of like man i don't know if i like james gunn's directing yeah i just don't know like i i think if if he does something good it's probably somebody else that was helping him you know maybe i don't know if i'm a fan of james gunn he seems pretentious to me yeah I mean, it's it, that, sure, that white can hair be pretentious. that's sticking up in there. Well, it's like, that's, what's with that look? <laughs> it's like he does that same look because pretentious directors have to have a look. I like, I'm, I'm okay with the look. Beard. Everybody needs a look. Every director does need a look. It's a yeah. part, it's a part of the job. And I'm, I'm learning to come into myself, right? When I, when I get back to directing movies, my short, my, my films and such, I gotta have a look. No, you don't. Mm. I do. Please don't. It makes I will you look have pretentious. Look. You know when mm-hmm. when when Jordan Peele started doing the started directing movies, he let himself go gray. He got a, a little thicker, oh, little thicker that. beard and very shaved head. He didn't, he's not letting that hair like get longer than a centimeter. <laughs> you know what mm. I mean? I I think having a look as a director is pretentious. I love yeah. it. Tim Burton, freaking yeah. one of the one of the one of our finest pretentious tim burton is one of our finest now tim burton had long hair like me when he was younger when he was doing like batman and stuff it was like it was long hair and it, it he looked like yeah. he was uh, i don't know a drummer for a band you know mm-hmm. just the just the curly hair but i i think peter jackson he has a look yeah. just messy unkept yeah <laughs> messy and unkept fat guy yeah unkept no, i think it's pretentious disregard for himself and full regard for the story that's that's what yeah. i get maybe that's it you know uh what 
James James Cameron, just buttoned up. He he looks like he's he's a boy that's trying to he looks like become a an accountant. <laughs> he looks yeah. he looks like he's trying to become an accountant, with the exception of the the swoop here he had at one point. Mm. I'm just saying directors have like looks, a... and I love that they have looks. It's personality. It's pretentious. I love it. I know I'm gonna keep saying yeah, pretentious, yeah. but yeah. I feel like it's pretentious. Look, if it, you're a good director, good. you're allowed to be pretentious. If you're a good director, then your look should be how your movies are, not how you look physically. But the thing is, like, I have more respect for a director who has a look and sticks with it, and that's his look. Yeah. Or I like a look. director that dresses like a normal dude. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I, I kind of doesn't he I doesn't have to, to do his hair and shirts and pants the same way for years so that people know what he looks like. There's comfort to that. There's comfort to that. You know, it's when you not. see them pop up in the behind the scenes. You're and, an apologist. No, no I think I'm he's got this thing where a director a decade look. He's he we talked about this before. Yeah. His look, he's got this decade look, yeah. which you're not on right now. I am in the past. Yeah, it's your long hair. It's longer hair and stubble, but mostly short, short facial hair. My thirties, it's gonna be short hair and beard. Okay, that, that's my thirties and more tattoos. <laughs> A lot more tattoos in my thirties. Yeah, now, but right now it's the long hair, which I might trim. I'm not sure yet. I might trim, yeah. but it's still gonna be longer. So I, I don't know. Yes, the decade look is a thing, and I think you should strive for a look that does set you apart that doesn't make you look like a normal dude or a normal lady like freaking try some stuff out actors are the ones that can try things out all the time directors find a look that makes you unique and roll roll with it look i you know i think george lucas had the best idea it's a it's (laughs) george lucas is a look (laughs) you tuck in uh 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 um no, he's what got. Do you call it? He, what do you he's call not a, a normal plaid, dude. He's tucking a plaid shirt into a pair of jeans and wear yeah. some New Balance. He's not. A, he's not. His normal looks not. He he's shaved to give himself that little thin, yeah. the little thin ch- uh, chin strap beard. Yeah, he, he has a look. He, he has a look. a look. He just and seems it's like he should be selling no, me an like iPad an over a movie, a Star Wars. Movie. You got Steven Spielberg, who's who's always just done. My hair's gonna do what it's gonna do, right? Yeah, but I wear scarves a lot. He and I wear, I, wear, I wear the Jewish yeah. hat, especially yeah. in my er, my old days. I wore the no, not the yarmulke, the page boy, the oh, really? the newsies yeah, yeah, yeah. hat. Yeah, you know the the coming to America hat. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That he, that was Steven Spielberg's look, and that everyone has a look. The, the greats have a look, and I think it's a beautiful thing. It doesn't matter what your look is. But just lean into great, it. Though is the look, look even even George Lucas. With the weight he's put on and weight in certain areas, he gets mocked for the double chin a lot mm-hmm. online. He still does the same beard that doesn't <laughs> accent the double chin, but he still does it because it's his look, True. man. And respect, George Lucas. Respect. That's what I sure. say. Sure. Uh, sure. You, you're going to find a look. You're going to be super sure. happy. You're not going to look like a normal dude. Right. But I'm also not going to be making doing my look so that I – Look the same for the cameras. No, you you do the look that's true to yourself that make that expresses how you feel, and uh, how you feel on the inside, or what 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 you how you like to be perceived. Yeah, it, and then having a look and being comfortable because it's easy to do. That's fine. Having a look that you're doing because you're putting extra effort into looking that way, that's pretentious. Well, freaking. I mean, who are we talking about? One of the one of the greatest right now, Chris Nolan. He's he's got the same look. Sometimes he lifts a little facial hair, stubble it, come in, but, but he wears suits and he ties. Look, to, but to he doesn't. It doesn't look trench like trench coats. 
just puts trench coats. a ton of effort. It looks like he throws on his. Snow. I know, honestly, it I looks know like what it looks his like. Look is. His look is he he goes to set like he's going to go. church, man. Look, Chris Nolan has a specific look. Chris Nolan on set. He goes hard for his productions. All right? He's wearing a, a coat. Look at that. He's wearing a suit, a okay. trench coat. Look, this is his look, man. And you can't tell me that it's it's wrong to look this way. Yeah, it looks like he puts on a shirt and a jacket. Yeah. Like a yeah, like a sports coat. But he's intentional. He's been doing it with all of his movies, and right. I think it's I think it's wonderful. You should have a look, right? But I'm that's I'm not saying the look <laughs> is. I'm saying the putting a ton of effort into making yourself look specific. You're not going to change his mind. On this. You're not going to change his mind. On this. We're not going to change each other's mind. I'm just saying. I, sure, it's pretentious, but these creators that are brilliant are allowed to be pretentious about this. I, you can have a look. Just don't put all of your time and effort into making your look your personality you know what i'm saying chris no this I is feel, coming I from the guy is it no this is coming from the guy that is, is like saturday morning you're like you know i've been thinking i should just get rid of all my clothes and just go knitted sweater and look <laughs> this is you said that to me like right. last week but if i put all of my effort into looking that specific way is that not pretentious yeah Yes, it is. But you're allowed yeah, to be pretentious. I never, I never denied that that would be a pretentious thing to do. Whatever. I'm, uh, you know, <laughs> who's not pretentious? Who? Karina. Thank Thanks. you. You really run in my podcast. Well, <laughs> thanks. Stop running it, Joshua. Stop running. Boy, it. it's like a well-oiled machine. Stop running it. You do it. Uh, thank you, Cynthia, for being a part of the Patreon. <laughs> Look, Cynthia enjoys all kinds of cool stuff. Like our pre-show, Karina's not podcast a week either, early. No, I said Karina. Podcast. Did you say Karina? <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> yeah, because you didn't write the name no, in no, here. No. I did. That's why Josh is trying to always trying to run stuff. He's trying to open and I he always running. does it wrong. He's trying to transition and he always transitions in weird freaking ways. Who mm-hmm. was the person you introduced next to you last maybe week? Maybe that's the maybe that's my bit. That's my new. That's my new. What just know? messing up? Just messing up, doing <laughs> just stumbling your way. <laughs> Trying on to your transition. Face. I kind of got rid of the catchphrases and then went. I actually wanted to talk to you guys about this. We Let, talk let's about do it after the, the Patreon. Patreon. But listen, Cynthia's the best. She enjoys all kinds of cool stuff. You know, something mm-hmm. that just came out on the Patreon not long ago. We did a trailer reaction and a discussion mm. about the trailer and uh, the news that FX is doing a documentary on Hillsong. Mm-hmm. The secrets of Hillsong, and we did a video where we looked at the trailer, reacted to it, and then we discussed the situation, got into all the juicy details, got into a lot of personal opinions, and I'm gonna be honest, it starts some fires under some people's butts. Yeah. So what I'm saying, it's a good. If you wanna, you wanna be a part of that. Content. You wanna be a part of that. Go to the Patreon, mm-hmm. um, subscribe to one of the tiers that fits your fits your content needs. Yeah. And, and if, you're, like if you guys see that video, comment down below. Tell us what you guys think. Yeah, the Hillsong situation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I want to get into some discussion about that. Right. Um, what was I going to say? I had a – I wanted to talk to you guys, and this is maybe an off-podcast topic, but about – actually about transitions on the podcast. How do yeah. we – Okay. How do we move okay. from like, one segment to another? No, we're not allowed to talk about that. No, we're, we can do this. We How do we do move from one segment to another? <laughs> we're not without, allowed to talk about the podcast on the podcast. How do we move from one segment to another without being like, and then this thing, 
Right. Right. Without it, it always, you know, whether you're whether you're making a joke or whether you're doing a segue or whether you're, um, per, you know, moving along somebody else's podcast. Oh. Why does it always feel um, like a road bump? Every time it does we feel switch. like a road bump. Well, I'm yeah. trying not to speed right. Bump. I'm, I'm trying, trying not to, to not. Okay, this this I have but a theory. You guys always but, but here's stop the, me. That's part of the problem. <laughs> that's well, your your, your transition is a speed bump. Your your transition, <laughs> our transitions. Anytime we're trying to move from one thing to another, no matter how we do it, I feel like it halts yes. everything. Because jo- it, 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 Joshua does this a lot, but we all kind of have the feeling that we have to stop talking about something else to get to the to next thing. To get to the next thing. And we don't but need I, to do I don't that. know that that's necessarily the problem. I just – how do you – I think we need to make a concerted effort to be like, um, great, awesome, next thing. Or it doesn't even have to be like next thing. We can literally just – I, and you have to kind of plan it out sometimes. So mm-hmm. Joshua planning a transition is not bad, but the thing is it has to be natural. So you have to kind of work into. So for example, if we if we go to a, a, a topic about, let's just say Castaway, right? Mm-hmm. Someone pops in a Wilson joke or someone start, starts like, we, we reference Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. That, That's but, a segue. But it happens. That's not the topic. Right. The topic is Castaway, but you, you, you cushion it. By making it, by just transitioning that's slowly. Par, that's parlaying into something else, and it still feels like a speed bump. Right. Because when you go speaking of... Some people transition with ads, and we don't do yeah. that. Yeah, true. Um, I'm just saying, I don't know how we do it. But we just need to figure out a way to transition the podcast from one segment to another. Next segment. I mean, <laughs> you know who's good at, at transitions with things? These streaming services, they, uh, I was trying to. You're really (laughs) trying. Not good. Bad, in fact. Stop. This is the speed bump we're talking about. This is the exact speed bump. Did you guys watch Star Wars Vision? Um, It's not the next segment. Oh. Dang it. Stop trying to run the podcast. (laughs) Absolutely not the next segment. Go for it, Wyatt. I was trying. I don't remember what the next segment is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This movie that came out yesterday. Okay, Blackberry. What is this about? Have you guys seen this? No, I haven't I, heard of it. I have what, not what heard streaming of it at all. Okay. is it on? I, I on. do. I, it's not on a streaming service. It came out in theaters. Oh, okay. Let okay. me Should let I pull me, up a trailer? We are going to watch a trailer. All right. Oh, uh, we're going to trailer it. Those. Yeah, let me talk about this. Okay. So, before we get into this, I want to ex- I, I want to give a little bit of backstory. Yeah. I've been watching the Always Sunny in Philadelphia TV show. Along with the Always Sunny in Philadelphia podcast, because I'm really interested about how they filmed this show and how they see this show 20 years later. Yep, yep. Um, Okay. Pause it. I am, I am. So both Glenn Howerton, who plays Dennis, and uh, Charlie Day, who plays Charlie, came out with movies yesterday. Okay. Um, Charlie's movie was called Fool's Paradise, and it's a big kind of like Hollywood comedy drama thing. Right. Um, and I, I actually think it's uh, Rob Liotta's last movie. Um, thank goodness it's not Cocaine Bear. That <laughs> yeah. will be his last film. Um, thank goodness. But there's a lot of big people in that one. Yeah. That one came out yesterday along with Blackberry, which is Glenn Howerton is one of the stars in Talking Blackberry. Talking about the okay. creation of Blackberry. 
talking about the creation of Blackberry. The Blackberry oh, phone. Okay. The Blackberry phone. And I was looking at the ratings. Fool's Paradise isn't tracking so great on Rotten Tomatoes. Blackberry is like getting 90s yeah. in in critics and audience scores. Just killing it. Killing, killing it. And my question is both of these trailers have over a million views. Mm-hmm. Why weren't we seeing them on the trending tab? Fool's Paradise has suppression. so like like over like 1.7 million views. I heard whispers of Blackberry, but I didn't know about the other film, and it wasn't a lot. But when we when we go and we look for trailers, why wasn't a trailer starring you know Rob Liotta, Charlie Day, Ken Jeong, uh, so many other big actors and actresses? Why was it not? Coming why up? wasn't that coming up? Why wasn't this with? Is um, anybody canceled in this film? No. Okay. I don't I think don't so. Can I watch Probably the trailer? I'm, a, I'm itching. What is it? I, FX? IFC Films. IFC. Yeah, that's so why. Let's, let's that's hit why. this. Yeah, what can I do for you? Okay, picture a phone <laughs> and an email machine all in one thing. There is a free wireless internet <laughs> signal all across North America and nobody has figured out how to use it. <laughs> It's like the Force. Sorry, have you seen Star Wars? <laughs> no. <laughs> These guys. <laughs> Those characters that are funny. Is sketchy. I don't think sketchy. The guy's a shark. I know how to market it, and I know who we can sell it to. But I want 50% of the company, and I've got to be CEO. I don't know who you think you are. Oh, deal. Are you joking? <laughs> to get this thing to market and we are a year behind. I need a prototype. I'll do it perfectly or I, I don't do it. Mike, are you familiar with the saying perfect is the enemy of good? Well, good enough is the enemy of humanity. What do you call it? It's called a Blackberry. Hmm. Try typing with your thumbs. <laughs> Oh. Okay. I've never seen this trailer. They're paying me ten million dollars. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I've never seen this trailer. Yeah. What an awesome trailer. I like it. That was really good. I love see I love uh I love Jobs mm-hmm. about the Steve mm-hmm. Jobs. I love Social what, Network. Social network about But I mean sh- doesn't this make sense that this would yes. be the next one? Blackberry, which rose to popularity. It was the biggest thing on the planet. And then and then sh- 
gone. Yeah. Yep. I love it. I, I'm really into this, and I love the humor yeah. behind it. I want to watch this. And he actually, uh, Glenn Howerton actually shaved his head <laughs> to be bald. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, yeah. It, I do remember, like, the iPhone was coming out, so it just, like, demolished the Blackberry. The cool thing about you these know way is, more with the iPhone. Yeah. It's entertaining content. Like, if you watch Jobs, hmm. you understand why there was so much weird back and forth controversy with Apple products during certain periods of time because you get you educate and you get to be but told this the is, story this is that's what this it's is. dramatized but a lot of times having that dramatized story gets people in the know about like i was watching the uh, always sunny podcast and uh glenn was talking about actually meeting the man that he's playing mm-hmm. and he's like he's a very serious guy he said he's never seen a movie more than twice mm-hmm. except for or more than once he never watches a movie twice except for this one. Okay. He said he said he told him it was like it's not really how things exactly how things went down. He said but he really enjoyed it. Nice. He really enjoyed his portrayal. <laughs> yeah. like, cuz he's a super serious kind of angry executive guy. Yeah. But it was cool that he got to meet him and talk to him and play this character, this interesting right. guy. So this is out in theaters right now. Right now. So when well, I don't, you know, it was a couple weeks right, ago. Right, 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 right. We filmed this. So I want to see, this is the kind of movie that a lot of people don't see in theaters, mm-hmm. but it can blow up in streaming or, you know, yeah. afterwards. Put it can. On the popularity absolutely yeah. can blow this up because this is not a cinematic masterpiece. You don't have to go to the theaters to watch this. Yeah. But I'm definitely watching this when this comes out because this is right up my freaking alley. I want to watch this and the other one. It's kind of interesting you say that because... I remember um, when Jobs came out with mm-hmm. Ashton Kutcher. Mm-hmm. I went and watched one movie. I think it was Turtles. You didn't want to watch that. You were watch- You're like, let's go watch Jobs instead. So you went and watched Jobs. I watched Turtles. And I remember walking out of the theater. How would you think? And you're like, didn't like it. Didn't like it. Didn't like it in the theater. Two months ago, you said you watched it. You're like, it's, he, it's he an was, incredible, it incredible movie. Incredible movie. But he also, did, he performed great. I watched Jobs when I was like in ninth grade, eighth grade. So I wasn't yes. fully appreciating yes. the complexities of the, or the performances. Or I the remember performances. watching The Social Network, and I was yeah. like, I was like, this is kind of a long, boring movie. But now I look at it, I was like, those performances were fantastic. But I think you also I were know. upset because it, you, it wasn't a theater movie. And you went yeah, to the theater. It's not a theater it. movie. And you yeah. you don't have to go to the theaters. And honestly, with this movement of movies coming out in theaters and on streaming networks, mm. we need to really prioritize and define what is a theater movie and what is a movie you should watch at home. And maximize I mean, that used to be that used to be what the theaters decided. Right. But maximize You went and watched it and you were like, eh, you didn't tell your friends about it. It didn't make any money. It was mm-hmm. a home movie. It wasn't but, a theater movie. You know, straight straight to streaming. Yeah. A lot of stuff's going straight to streaming and a lot of stuff's being put in theaters. We need to have a defined category. Like honestly, Maybe IMAX, the company, is going to define what is a theater movie and what is not. Mm -hmm. Because Barbie, I don't know if that's something that's a theater movie. It's going to get a lot of money in the theaters. Yeah. But is that a theater movie? No. Theaters are the experience. And it could be the the joining, watching together experience Here's the thing. It's always up to people. I think any movie that you go and watch the theater is a theater movie because you decided to go and watch it. And that should be up to some 
a person to decide. Right. Yeah. Right. You shouldn't. If you want to watch Barbie in the theater, you should get to decide that. Yes. You shouldn't have to go straight to streaming. So you're right. But, you know, things like Dune mm-hmm. <laughs> was in theaters, but so many people, watched YouTube it fools included, watched it at home but and didn't go to the theaters COVID, and watch it. Though. It wasn't because of COVID because it was in the theaters. Right. It just people didn't go. Yeah. Because of COVID. And, uh, well, we were on the tail end of that. Um, you could have went. I went. We, yes. Us going or someone else going is different, though. Um, Just saying, there are certain movies that you should watch at home because you're going to appreciate it. It's like a family or a couple experience. Do you think people are going to enjoy this in the theater? Mm, I think they're no. going to enjoy it. But when it's it not going. Out. It's not going to. They you would enjoy it just as much at home. More at home. They yeah, would enjoy okay. it just as much at home. And the, honestly, if the, people are wanting to watch this twice, if it's mm. just a funny, good movie, people want to watch these kind of movies at home. They do not want to go to the theaters and watch this because I it's think, like, yeah, I'm glad I saw this like one of the first people to watch it because I went yeah. to the theater. But that's really the only thing you get. I watched it first. You I know? think Glenn Howerton's going to have a standout performance. <sighs> I Like I like Jay. I like Jay. Uh, what's his name? Baracall? Barachal? From yeah, Always Sunny? Yeah. No, no, no. Jay from like How to Train Your Dragon. Oh, oh, oh. Yes. Uh, I like I him. Name, I, I think yeah. he's a good actor. But I think... You get a lot of screen time in that It's trailer. the same thing you get in the social network with, what's his name? Andrew Garfield. That line that everybody quotes where he's like, yeah, I'm coming back. I'm not coming back for 15%. I'm coming back for all, 100%. Yeah. Right? I think it's going to be a performance like that. Freaking you're gonna Andrew Garfield, You're going to get some man. moments like that. Andrew, I forget how good Andrew was Dude, in Social that, Network. That scene is it's one of the best film scenes I think ever in cinema is when he walks in <laughs> right, and right. Andrew goes Garfield's on that tirade. Stuff. Andrew Garfield's an incredible actor. Yeah. And everyone hates on his Spider-Man. But I think I he might have been his. I think, I think he, he might have been the best Peter Parker. In my I think he, I think he was a, I think it was a really good Spider-Man, but I think his performance is outside of Spider-Man are better than his performance I would as sure. Spider-Man. He's really freaking uh, good. Same way I think of with Henry Cavill. I think a lot of his performances outside being Superman, along with being Superman. Andrew Garfield's not good. been in any uh, animated movies, has he? Like I've voice heard, acting? Yeah, I'm curious what his voice acting would be like. I don't know. Uh, his his on-screen performance is so strong. It's kind of, it's it's almost like he thrives there. Yeah, you know? it, he, yeah. So um, I thought this was interesting spreading the spreading the good news not only blackberry Blackberry came out Mm -hmm. charlie day's movie came out um and then the other guy rob mcelhenny owns a soccer team in wrexham with with ryan Ryan Reynolds. reynolds yeah so these guys who started always sunny as they were three kind of Actors, writers, um, which give a shout out to their podcast. You've been talking. It's the Always Sunny podcast. Always Sunny podcast. I think it's interesting that they are really kind of coming into fame now. Okay, probably because of podcasting. Uh, it's because of it's because their show has been on for yeah, you know, like 16, 16 seasons. Sure. And I think it's super interesting that these guys who've been on TV for so long are now becoming stars. Right. Mm-hmm. They're they're becoming people who wreck that others recognize now and mm-hmm. are doing big things now but if you're on the internet and have a podcast you can oh their podcast way gets, their podcast gets millions of yeah views. you can skyrocket your ability to go but it's kind of to a, be have a there's this kind of a rewatch podcast mm-hmm. where it's like uh here's an old episode of sunny they've been going through the seasons and mm-hmm. they talk about it sometimes but it's kind of like what we do 
Yeah. You have a topic, but then you just kind of end up talking about other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that's important. That's kind of the friendship. But that's too. Blackberry. I thought it was a super interesting looking film. I yeah. think Fool's Paradise is also an interesting looking film. Not really great reviews on that one. Um, but I also don't trust the Rotten, Rotten Tomatoes. tomatoes all the time. Unless all it's just time. across the board good. Yeah. Um, speaking of like podcasts that from people like this, do you think James Roday and Dooley Hill would make a good podcast? A good pot like rewatch podcast? Absolutely. A good What do you mean by rewatch podcast? Where it where they take old episodes of psych and they go here's commentary how, on it. Yeah. yeah, commentary. Commentary rewatch podcast, which are Maybe. really hot right now. They are. They if could they, capitalize. They can't do a fourth movie. Do do a rewatch podcast. Do some rewatch podcast. Do like where you commit talk to like thirty podcast episodes and do commentary on it. Because people want to hear about the writing of the comedy. They want to uh, hear about the directing. Yeah. Put that up on Peacock. Just do a small production. Get Dulé Hill, James Roday, in a in a room that's yeah. stylized. They have all the cameras there. Could be like you don't have to spend any more than like fifteen thousand dollars on the whole production for like a thirty episode podcast mm-hmm. that get posted on something like peacock or Ooh, peacock youtube you know what i mean limited podcast limited podcast it's just podcast, commentary yeah. it's a podcast commentary good. on psych episodes uh, wouldn't that be incredible and people uh one thing i i've noticed peacock about youtube the channel Sunny grow podcast, that youtube channel people love when they have the guests on yeah so they like the three guys but then they love when danny devito comes on yeah, yeah. he's been on i think once mm-hmm. they love when um kate olsen comes on they love when uh, David Hornsby comes mm-hmm. on. They, you know, because they want to see those characters that are in right. the show. And honestly, Friendship Onion's been doing this for mm-hmm. the Lord of the Rings stuff. They're the only ones out there still yeah. trumpeting Lord of the Rings fandom right now. Yeah. Is um is what's his uh, what are their actors' names? I always forget them because they're. <laughs> I just want to say Merry and Pippin. Uh, Dom uh, Dom Monahan and. Billy Boyd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Big fan you are. Look. He remembered him. I remembered him. Remember it took him. me a second. Billy Boyd and Dom Don Mollahan. Ma- yeah, Dom Mollahan. Wood on there. <laughs> yeah, but they're they're trumpeting the Lord of the Rings fandom by themselves mm-hmm. on their YouTube and Spotify channels. By themselves. Yeah. They, no one else is helping them. They're just like, this is an opportunity and we sh- we want to talk and hang out. You know what I mean? And that's cool. I like Absolutely. that. And they're still going strong. How many episodes deep are we into the friendship friendship onion at this I don't point? Know. I, I listened to a few and then uh and I, I never got around to just continuing. And not that that's bad or anything, I just let's see here. How many episodes deep are we? So all right. hundred and thirty four videos. Wait, you know? Are they doing clips? No, these are just full episodes. Full episodes. And they got a lot. Yeah, it, they don't. They don't give us the number, but if these are all just full episodes, we're talking 143 yeah. episodes. But four Sick. months ago was the last time they posted. Yeah, maybe they're taking a break. Maybe someone's doing a movie. Uh oh. Uh oh, indeed. That's when it starts to taper. <laughs> I don't want it to taper. Right. I want to see stuff like that keep going. Well, that's I. I've I've watched a, a number of. I've searched for like kind of these rewatch podcasts. I've looked yeah. at the Friendship Onion, uh, and I think I thought it was really, I, I the numbers for the Always Sunny podcast are really surprising to me because they're in the millions. Right, each podcast. A lot of people like it. Yeah, a lot of people love it. Um, I mean, it, I don't watch Always Sunny. You've been watching it mm-hmm. since the you well you, not since the beginning, but you started, started the beginning. The beginning. Yeah. and. Uh, 
you're on season six season now. Season six. Um, and I came in the other day and I was like, oh, this looks totally different from season mm-hmm. two. The writing season two too. Uh, was very. The footage was even grainy. It was not great. Yeah. And they talk about very that cheaply done a lot on the podcast. They're like, we just had bad cameras. <laughs> so something in the show around like five, six was shifted. They shifted to where they up their production they stopped, quality. They started and, actually and getting recognized as as people were fans of the shows, right? Know, because they did, there was no social media back then. You know, no internet where people were, no big fandoms where you could really see the feedback. Mm-hmm. It was just studio ratings, right? Which were often skewed, yes, right, to get out of the performers and directors what they wanted to get that, out of. Them. And that's common. I mean, um, it doesn't always happen as many seasons as Always Sunny has mm-hmm. done, but that is very common with shows as well. You know, but yeah, it, um, it's interesting. It's cool to see. Moving on. Um, boom. <laughs> Maybe that's the trend. I was trying to give you this transition earlier. Yeah, you were. You Go you recognized it. it with Andrew Garfield. Absolutely. Um yeah. Hit it. Hit the button. Boom. Oh. <laughs> wrong. Wrong. You were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Pointing. Oh You've been tricked. <laughs> you saw the Star Wars visions. I did that on purpose to trick you. Is this really what we're talking about again? <laughs> Hit the button. <laughs> no, we're going to talk about Star Wars Visions. That was just a joke on Josh. Because Joshua hates talking about I d- Dune. I have Even no, 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 no. I understand. He doesn't want to talk about it every episode. I have no problem talking about Dune. But all we've gotten so far is one trailer. One trailer. That's enough, And bro. we've done it's enough. five it's videos on it. Trailer. It's enough. We've done five videos on I got one more. Trailer. I got more in the bag. More mm-hmm. coming. I don't need another trailer. I, by the <laughs> time I we were done talking about Elvis stuff and Dune stuff last year, I was Elvis and Dune to Look, out. right yeah, now, and, this and we year, got tons of subscribers from all of those videos. And yeah, talk. and listen, this year, until they both come out, we're rotating Oppenheimer, Dune, Oppenheimer, Dune. So that was the other no. thing. I was going to have an Oppenheimer <laughs> yeah. segment. I was like, if we don't have a Dune segment, we're having an Oppenheimer exactly. segment. Exactly. Look, no. the two, big, two no. most interesting things to us Stop. coming out this okay. year. Okay, what about Vision? So I don't want to... We, because we haven't finished Visions all the way. No, we we've watched, watched most of uh, it. a lot of it. Uh, what I really want to talk about, um, we can breeze past. We noticed every lead character is a woman. Yeah, nice. Uh, yeah, one. good job, Star Wars. Thanks. Um, <laughs> that's that's diversity. All the men died. That's in all that's the universe. Inclusion. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, it's looking like <laughs> it's not looking like this as much as it's looking like this. Yes. Mm. Um, aside. And, Everything looked beautiful. Excellent Just, animations. Excellent animation and uh, design for yeah. the animation style. Story very lacking. Most but these are short episodes. Feel good. You know uh, what? The story. Okay. Can I do a quick detour? Yeah. Screw everybody that says that men dominated Hollywood back in the day. <laughs> the biggest what? The two biggest movies in Hollywood back in the day. Freaking. What is the one about the Civil War? Don't don't say yeah. don't say what I think you're gonna say. The biggest one, the lead is a female. Oh, the Sound of Music. Oh, okay. This, that wasn't the Civil War. I'm not talking about. There's two movies. Sound of Music's one of them. <laughs> the other one is <laughs> Gone with the Wind. Gone with the Wind. Yeah. Both of those movies star a lead woman. Mm-hmm. 
Hundreds. Mm-hmm. They're so long, there's got to be hundreds of scenes where they are not talking to or talking about a man. Okay? Yeah. No, it's almost like... Screw uh, everybody that says that Hollywood was dominated. Like the two biggest films. Yeah. Annoying. But you're I, right. You know what I thought you were going to say? What? I thought you were going to say The Wizard of Oz. And then I would be like, well, you know well, The Wizard of Oz as well. <laughs> it is, yeah. It is about it Dorothy. Is. It is. But you know how much hardship happened because of that film? There was a lot sure, of Sure, there was the abusive. There was abusive things. things. Going on. But that's that's in that's internal. But again, <laughs> female lead. Female lead, yeah. Uh so aside from that issue, beautiful animations. And that's kind of one yeah. I I want to talk about. Is animation. Why isn't Star Wars picking something like this middle one right here with right. the with the one man the, in the very the center with the lights? Anim- is that a man? Is that an animan? <laughs> yeah. The anime style one. Yeah. Great animation in that one. Mm-hmm. In- incredible. And and then the other one, that girl with the red hair and the rosy cheeks. Yeah. So that's a, a very much kind of like um, the book of – I forget. I don't know all the animation right. stuff it's, you watch. It's kind of the – it's kind of a uh, Irish, Scottish um, okay. animation that they've been doing. Uh, that one – Awesome. Why right. why is Star Wars not picking one of these and rolling with it? What do you mean rolling with it? You a mean show. an animation doing, style? Doing a show. A show. Well, because people think would of all these as proof of concepts. Proof of concept and they probably don't have they might not have the rights. Don't to tell them. me they don't have a budget. Okay, honestly, they got honestly budget. freaking until Kathleen Kennedy's out and you got someone who who actually knows Star Wars to get involved. They are not even thinking about this because right now all they think like they're not paying attention to this. This is like a, a under the radar project. Okay, Kinda. what? Yes, it is. No one gives a crap. The only, the people in charge of Star Wars, all they're thinking about is live action everything. Let's get as many live actions out as possible, you know? I just think you We could... got one animation for the kids. It's about the droids or something. Mm-hmm. That's in prod that's in happening or already happened, nobody heard about. Everything's live action and they're like that's all they can think about. Remakes and redos and live action. I just think you could build a really good show around pick a pick an animation style. Um don't do Star Wars, The Clone Wars, again. We've seen it. It's 3D. Uh, do do a 3D cel-shaded thing, right, like yeah. Arcane. They did a couple of those in this. Um, they did the one where it kind of looks like Claymation. They did the one that looks like Claymation. Is yeah. That, that they did the one that kind of looks like Claymation. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And that one was... The trailer for this, that one looks awesome. That one, that they had a really good thematics in that one. It's very dark. With the TIE fighter coming through? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looked really, all of these looked really good. The, the, even the claymation one felt like a Wallace and Gromit yeah. thing. Okay. It was funny. It was fun. Uh, that's, and then just pick one. What's your favorite <laughs> animation out of all of this? What's, uh, what's, what is the one you desperately want so to see a show? Th- in on? my opinion, there was a few that, not based on the story, just the style of that animation. That were, that were, even though I could, I liked them for one episode. They were too much stylized in art. Mm-hmm. They were trying to be in art form to where I don't think you can do a show because it would have taken away from the story. Yes, I the uh, I think the one that would be a show the best is the anime style. Yeah, maybe this one. Um, yeah. the one that would make an incredible movie is the girl with the red hair. That one would make a really good. What movie. What do you think of um, realistic animation? 
I kind of, I, like I, I think for Star Wars, I think this would be dope. Realistic yeah. animation. Yeah, that yeah. would be cool. Because you they can kinda, do cool animated that, things, though, but it feels with has like a Clone real Wars. I would say no, it's still I very, would say go more that's just, realistic. That's just 3D animation. Yeah, like this I would is, say go more realistic. This is, you can tell when you look at the faces that it's, that it's not real. Mm-hmm. But you might just see a lightsaber and like a pair of gloves and you might think, oh, that could be real. You know what yeah. I mean? That's the I cool would part. say go with realism, especially if you're going to do stuff like, you know, the Clone Wars focused on uh, the clones a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. You know, some episodes... You didn't have Jedi in it. You just had clones being doing clone doing military stuff. Right. Real the way the the real animation would work super well for those kinds yeah. of episodes. Yeah. And you know what I want to see? I want to see Star Wars almost make shows, like one-off shows. So like if Andor doesn't get a season 2, something like that. But do it in like realism animation style that just mm. builds like all the books that are considered lore. Yeah, like yeah. build these series that are just showing on screen in this realism animation style lore for Star Wars. But give us some of the coolest visuals and coolest moments, but stay consistent with the lore that exists and just do it that there's exactly. A, like, I think yeah, that would like be there's cool. a book that that they wrote, somebody wrote that comes out between um it's supposedly like between uh, episode one or episode uh, A New Hope and right. Empire where it's Han Solo and a group of other people do a heist. Cool. That would be awesome. Do that in an animated yeah. movie. Yeah. That would be an awesome movie. And you can animate someone that – like a, a character that's animated obviously but resembles freaking Harrison Ford. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to recast any of that. You just have to recast the voice and there's a lot of Harrison there's Ford so interpretations. Many voice actors. You can do yeah. it. It would be awesome. Yes. And that I I would I would what's what's that? Stop doing all the news stories and just focus like 5 years on just building a fan service lore base series of animation. Dude, some some Maybe. really solid animated and don't homogenize them and make them all look the same. No. Nobody wants Change that. it up like you do with this show. Yeah, an entire season. Even like it, you could do that one book as a limited season. Four episodes of this heist story. Yeah. It'd Just awesome. give it to us. We we know the characters. Give mm-hmm. us more of what we love. I think that would be fun. Do you think so? Maybe, yeah. Because, you know, you just get to sample it with these shows, right. these episodes. It's a sample platter. I want the whole meal. Right. You want You want a meal and you don't want that meal two days in a row. You know what right. I mean? So we're talking. I want that meal and I want some seconds. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, sure. But, um. But I think I think if Star Wars was smart, mm-hmm. and if you get Kathleen Kennedy and everybody who's just pushing the narrative on this, but they're not. Kathleen Kennedy's getting pushed out. Disney's not happy. Yeah, they're not happy. Disney's not freaking happy. They There's already do something. They got to do something. Well, they already said that she's out once the next once Indiana Jones Five is out. She's mm-hmm. done. I don't know. I don't know that they. I don't know that she's gonna be. Nothing works and nobody's happy. And I'm telling you more and more, especially when YouTube and Google and these companies are rubbing shoulders with the executives, you know, at Ew. Disney. Don't do that. Yeah. Well, why are they rubbing? Ew. They're rubbing shoulders. All right. They go to the same parties. They go to the same <laughs> gatherings. You Probably. don't you, you can't tell me that the executive of Google or Alphabet isn't going up to the executive of Disney <laughs> executive and saying, there's a lot of people on my platform that hates your that work. That are upset that are about, upset what's, going, about yeah. what's going on in your company. And you don't you're not gonna and yeah. you 
I, I they can see know, that kind of stuff They happening. know. They yeah. just are choosing to ignore it. But at some point, they're not going to ignore it much longer because there's there's diehard fans. I, I talk. I have once a week, I have a conversation with a diehard Star Wars fan. And once a week, I get her to dislike another thing about Star Wars <laughs> because I just explain to her, this is why this is BS. And she's like, dang it, you're right. So and she's liking it less and less and now less. Now that I actually I, pay attention, I don't know, you're though, right. I don't know though. I think the California world that they put themselves in is a whole other thing. They don't see what we see mm. in the other. But once not the, I outside think of California, the, the money has already started talking for Disney. Yeah, yeah. that's why they're not fun. making enough money. Disney's so paying attention now. They I, will start paying attention. I think in the, the executives are going to start having. They have to pivot. They have to they will. they're and losing Getting money. rid of Kathleen Kennedy is definitely on the table. Like mm-hmm. I would say probably 80%, 80 to 90% chance that Kathleen Kennedy's gone in the next year or two. Yeah. 100, like, but they won't fire her. No, of course not. But it doesn't matter. It's all the same. She's leaving for family, family reasons. Uh, an hour, 15, hour, 20. Okay. She's leaving to spend more time with her family. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but listen, I don't. I don't have another segment after this. I did. Fine. I actually I had one. What was it? Uh, I deleted it. Why? Because I just couldn't find any. Can you sample it? No. Are you trying to re-resurrect it later? I might resurrect it later. Might resurrect. Yeah. Was there because anything I didn't else? Have that... enough to talk about. I got you. I'm. I'm deep diving into. Do you guys think we're gonna get another The Batman by Matt Reeves? Yeah. Because he's not doing the Again, Penguin show. It made too much money. Yeah. Sure, but he's he's not doing the Penguin show, and there's no talk of him doing another Batman. I'm just saying, like, it was so good, but there's nobody. Like, usually, like, they announced Dune Part 2 right after it got successful. They announced Joker 2 right after everyone loved it. Yeah. They announce things once it works. Mm-hmm. Why is Matt Reeves not responding to Another Batman. They, I, they've talked about it's like going to be another one. Like the Joker, Joaquin Phoenix said, no, that film almost killed me. When I got so skinny, I did all this. I put way too much in it. I cannot do a second movie. I cannot. And then and they, now they're they doing give me three times the amount of money. He's like, oh, yeah, I'll he's probably almost die. So much. I don't know how much Joaquin's getting paid for the Joker too, but a lot of money. I'm just saying mm-hmm. Matt Reeves, and if you do freaking Greg Frazier, 100%. Yeah. He, he's just as much a part of that oh, movie yeah, as it, Matt is. You can't do another Batman movie following the first one without Greg. Without Greg. It, part of the thing I think that people loved about the movie was how it looks. And also, and it's not just, Greg is the one who filmed it, but once he didn't, he wasn't involved with the process of turning it into film. Yeah. And then re it, it was it was a whole different team and I don't know that guy's name, but I got to get, I got to get to know him a little bit because yeah. he is a master as well. Um, speaking of sequels, there's some that got announced this week. Uh, I don't know if this was your segment or not, um, but maybe we can speculate on what season two is going to be for The Bear. Uh, June oh. 22nd. You know, people aren't talking about The Bear season two that much. They didn't talk about the first season, though. I'm just saying if they would talk about season two because everyone talked season, about it. Okay. They will talk about season two. Right. As it's season out. one, nobody talked about it until it was out. Like, it came out and there was whispers like, oh, this is a good show. Mm-hmm. We got a hold of it. I, I just popped it on one day, and I was like, because I'm curious. I loved it. I was like, why? You got to watch this. I got yeah. why to watch it. And then, I didn't want to, and then he threw it on. I was like, wait a second. Hold on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, we were hooked as soon as we watched it. Nobody talked about it, though. Look, there I was knew, no advertising or anything. You're right. I The thing is, the guy who, what is his name? 
Is it Jeremy uh, something? Uh, Jeremy. Uh, Jeremy White. Jeremy something White. Jeremy White maybe. something. He played Lip Jeremy Bond, Allen Shameless. White. Jeremy yeah, yeah. I, White Allen. Jeremy Allen White. Yeah, you're Jeremy right. Allen White. So when he was on Shameless, hmm. I knew he stood out. Him and the yeah. uh, the girl who plays Fiona. I, I still don't know her her name. <laughs> mm-hmm. They stood above the rest. Yeah. Kind she was of. in that one trailer. With she Tom was in that Holland. one trailer with Tom Holland, uh, and uh, I knew their their acting stood above the rest, one hundred percent. And Jeremy's was in Shameless as a young kid, yeah. right? So even as a kid, he was really good. So when I saw advertisements for the Bear, I was thinking, this is a natural progression of things. This guy's too talented for him to not be doing other roles and i knew it was going to be awesome but you're right nobody was talking about it it's like you almost didn't know you were going to love it and how how incredible like left in awe that you were going to be about mm-hmm. the bear unless you saw shameless then you kind of saw it coming you know yeah. what i mean yeah because it's shameless it's wild um how do you think they're going to do the second season because so the first one kind of he kind of said the beef is no more it's going to be the bear Mm-hmm. Right? That's I how think it ended. you guys already had this theory. What was your theory? Is it just going to be following uh, the, the it has, restaurant so, again? So they've already established that this is a well-oiled machine. Mm-hmm. They can they can make professional food and be a professional kitchen. Now you have to throw a wrench into that somehow. Is it going to be a competing restaurant? Is it going to be health inspectors? Is it going to be mental illness? Is it going to be mental illness? I got some new characters here. Yeah. There's gonna be a lot of stuff coming, and only I, about you know, like we'll a see. month away. Well, a month, and actually a month when this comes out. Mm-hmm. So I guess we'll see. We'll yeah. see how, how much people talk about it when season two comes out. It, it is Hulu, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It is Hulu. Hulu, which people don't talk about Hulu stuff as much. We talked traditionally about the Boston, Hulu's Boston Strangler, Strangler, but you don't. See, we don't talk Look, every, about Hulu every a lot. now and then. Well, here's the thing: every now and then, a Hulu banger comes out, but. It does get limited talk. Yeah, as well, much as like, people I like heard, the bear, it, still a lot of people didn't. I see heard it. the documentary from um, for Ryan Reynolds' uh, soccer team, um, something Wrexham. Yeah, um, that's critically like critically acclaimed, mm-hmm. and, and it's on Hulu, and it's on Hulu, and it doesn't get. Any I've talk. never heard of it. <laughs> it came out a couple. Yeah, exactly. Never Maybe heard we should of watch this. it. Maybe we yeah, should watch Rob McElhenney, um, Ryan Reynolds did this whole documentary. Where they they filmed about the town and about the soccer players mm-hmm. and I don't know how far the team got, mm-hmm. but they did really well. Yeah, and and you know what's crazy about Hulu? About Disney. Hulu's a Disney streaming service. Mm-hmm. Did you know that? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, Di- Hulu was the OG. Like Hulu is a branch of Disney. So Disney did have a streaming service before Disney Plus. They just weren't yeah. putting all their Disney movies I've on I've heard it. that sometime this year or next year they're going to launch a Hulu Disney combined streaming service. Probably. And that yeah. would make sense, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's wrap well, it up. Okay. Um thanks for yeah. watching the podcast. Uh check out our stuff on the Studio channel. We'll see you next time. So, yeah. yeah.